What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dissect That Film Slice of TV, where we sit down and talk about the latest television shows on cable or on your favorite streaming services. Today, we're talking about Miss Marvel. I'm your host, Brett Parker. Joining me, as always, well, at least for this, for the Marvel series, is our <laughs> resident Marvel expert over here, Static Arbiter. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, Hello to you all. I had the intro so well planned in my head and my mouth decided it didn't want to cooperate. But you know what? We're not doing it again. So here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Marvel. I am fairly new to this character. I, you know, I've heard of her. I've seen her in other things like uh I think she's on like some kids Spider-Man show that's on Disney right now. Um, I know of her powers, but I like I was very I, I was going into this with very few th- like I my knowledge was not very good with this character. But uh, so what what is your history with Miss Marvel? So I knew of her before this whole thing. Um, most of what I know about her actually came out of the Marvel Avengers game mm-hmm. that came out last year. Yeah, that's right. She was pretty prominent. She she was like the main character focus throughout that whole game. So seeing how that all began led me to like her by the end of that. So I was like, you know what? I'm hoping this show's good or is going to be good based on what I know of her. Um so that's kind of where I am in terms of in terms of that. Yeah, I th- I mean, I feel I I was excited. I'm always excited to see the Mar- what, you know, what Marvel's, you know, going to put out next mm-hmm. and you know, some of them have been good, some of them have been, have been I don't think any of them have been like bad, but there've been no. some like eh, I could have done without that. But to be honest, I think my favorite so far I mean, other I think I mean Loki is up there for me. I just love the yes. I mean, I love Tom Hiddleston. I love the the whole dynamic between him and uh, the lady Loki and, yep. and all that. And then of course it blends into the multiverse and I love it. And all the other Lokis. Yeah. <laughs> and the setup to whatever yes. the hell phase four is supposed to be, which yes. I'm still kind of wondering. I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah. It's like, Oh, Kang's there somewhere, mm-hmm. but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kang's um, over here right now, you know, but to be honest, like I really enjoyed Moon Knight and I, you know, you were on our Moon Knight review yep. and you know, this, that was another character who I really didn't know anything about. He was, you know, he like, was one. I knew the name. Yeah. And like, was, I knew what he looked like, but that was, that was kind of it. You know, I knew it. I knew the name. I knew the costume. I knew that he was associated with like the Egyptian gods. And like, once you say that to me, I'm like, I'm in, I love mm-hmm. mythology stuff. So sign me up. I was excited about this show because of the fact that it was somebody like I like the fact that I didn't know much about this character. Yep. And so I wasn't going into it like that's not what she had. Like, that's not her powers, which is a it was a complaint that I've seen on the Internet about her pop, the way that her powers are in the show compared to what it is in the comics or even in the the, the Avengers video game. And, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, they made it work. And to be honest, they I did. think this is a top tier Marvel show. And I think this is top. This, this was well written. It was well acted. I, th- yes, there were some some lull parts here and there, but it wasn't like that. Oh, my God. That episode was so pointless and boring. Like, mm-hmm. I feel all six episodes, you know, set out for something. They got it accomplished. And we were I, I was always looking forward to the week the next week right no i completely agree each episode i i learned something by the end of it i'm like okay i see where they're going here you know it's i i feel like it's good to get this stuff out of the way in a tv show Mm -hmm. all of the build-up all of the background stories so that if you throw her in a major mcu film you 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 just go back and watch six episodes of a show and you're already you're good right you don't need a three-hour movie to go see in theater. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's like, 
I people are like, you know, for for instance, example, Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. If you didn't watch WandaVision, you're kind of going into that movie going, yeah, what? That's <laughs> Wait, true too. Yeah. When did that happen? When did this happen? So, yep. but it's also the fact of like, oh, I gotta watch six hours of a TV show where I could just, I wish there was just like a two hour movie. And it's like, I guess it's, it's either or like some people are just like, I would rather watch, uh, I would rather watch a series that's going to set me up Mm -hmm. over maybe watching a movie. That's not going to be that great. That's going to set me up into something. Cause you can watch that in your own pace. Exactly. You can watch that in your own pace, but I was, I was a little like when they showed how her powers work in this show with the, with the bracelet, I was like, Okay, let's see how this goes, you know, mm-hmm. based on what I know from her powers in the game and how her powers work, you know. I was like, and then probably after the first second episode, I'm like, okay, let's go. I'm good. <laughs> I see this, I see this going well. Yeah. And the the overall presentation is what got me. Oh, the comic book style, like intros, the the music, the way she the, the actress they got for her, I thought was great. Oh, she was I th- I think she was perfect. She was made for this role. Oh my gosh. And she acts the same way like off screen. Yeah. <laughs> like you see interviews of her like on the red carpet or premieres or whatever and she's the same person. Mhm. So the uh, it's Kamala Khan, she's played by Iman Vellani. Yep. And yeah, she I I I just you know, as soon as you meet her and you see her the dynamic she has with her family, her brother who was part of her family, but, uh, but her friends and all that, you know, it didn't feel like just that typical, you know, teenage drama. Yeah. It felt like more, like it felt more genuine. Like the relationship she has with her mother is like, <laughs> I'm like looking it up. I'm like, is this actually her mom? Like I, this, they have such a good chemistry. It's they really unreal. Did. They really, and her dad was, he's just oh, all smiles. so funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> There's yep. times where you're like, you felt bad for him. You know, and that's a good guy. It, it, that just shows like how well written the show was. And, yep. you know, I came out of this like a lot more like I, I felt like I was going to like this show, but I think after everything was said and done, I was like, man, this is like one of my favorite shows that they, that Marvel has put out. I just, I feel from beginning to end, they wrote, a coherent story about how mm-hmm. she get like this, you know, this everyday girl, you know, in, in the, you know, of course she is Pakistani. So she's, you know, she's got her, you know, her family dynamics and like, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, and all of that and how that incorporates into the story. And then of course, like, uh, I think the, the way that she gets her powers is really cool. The origin of her powers and her dynamic with her friends. Um, Man, I really want to see her and Peter Parker. Like, I think that would be a cool story. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I think that would be an awesome story to see those two together because it it really felt like it was like I I, it's all in the same universe. I know. Oh, yeah. But it really feels like these two would just hit it off immediately, you know, being high schoolers and 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 just it felt like it was done the same way as the the spider-man trilogy we just got like in that exact style yep i completely agree but it was it was always i always looked forward to the next episode Mm -hmm. week after week um i i liked bruno i don't know if anybody how anybody else felt about him (laughs) so matt lintz who plays bruno he was actually up for peter parker Mm-hmm. He actually I did see that the other day to to be Peter Parker yep. before Tom Holland ended up getting it. So that's pretty pretty cool. It was good. He got he was still able to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. So nah, he was the whole casting choice in general, I think, was oh. very, very well done. I th- very well done. I mean, we'll get to our we'll get to our 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 pluses and minuses of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not so. <laughs> It, when I did my Obi-Wan episode with Shoning, we went a little long. We broke down every individual episode. It was fun, don't get me wrong. But uh it was Obi-Wan long. Was good. It it was Obi-Wan it was, was good. it was a good talk. Of course it's always good always fun to talk with Shoning, but it was two hours oh, yeah. long and we don't need that today. We're not gonna give you we're not gonna do that. We're just gonna 
what we're going to do is we're we're going to go through the whole thing and we're just going to talk about uh, what we liked about the show. We'll start off with what we didn't like and then, uh, of course, what we liked, which we've kind of already talked a lot about what we've liked about the show. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about like different uh, important pieces of the show uh, throughout all six episodes. I just don't want to like have to go through individual things because it can really right. drag out and um, and all that. So. Let's talk about what we didn't like. We're going to start off with the negatives because I, I, you know, get those out of the way and then we'll hop into the positives here. What didn't you like after watching this entire series? What are some of the things that you went could have used without that? I really didn't think about this, honestly, but. You go first. <laughs> you go first. So. I understand the whole I think it was fine having um what what is it damage control those are the people that were after oh, the, her because she the, got powers yep the the woman who is like leading this charge mm -hmm. she was like her character just threw things off for me and it felt like you know you wanted to believe like she was determined to to get Kamala and stop everything, but like it just seems so extreme when it was like, did she do anything extreme that warranted all of this? I understand mm -hmm. like damage control is really cracking down on people with superpowers. But what she did in episode six, holy shit. Was a bit, was <laughs> was a bit a much. was a little bit much. <laughs> and <laughs> We're going to be getting into spoilers on this. So I'm going to say it right now. If you haven't watched Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, go watch it. Come back. I seriously go watch it. It is it is actually a really good show. Uh, I wouldn't tell you to watch it if I didn't believe it myself. So go watch it, come back and watch the rest of this review cuz we're going about to, we're about to spoil some stuff. So this character, I, I can't even remember her name because I don't like, remember her name either, honestly. <laughs> It just wasn't to me. I was just like, I can't. I don't like this character. And I understand the motives. And to be honest, I didn't like the guy either. Her like superior there. And I know he was in Far From Home or No Way Home. Mm -hmm. Sorry, because he was the one who interviews all of Peter and his friends when um, he finally gets caught, I guess. So it was cool to see him back. You know, clearly he's like one of the big dogs there. But this woman was just so extreme. Like what did like what was the worst thing that Kamala did since having her powers? She acts like she was trying to save a kid and she accidentally dropped him and he broke his leg or something. I don't even remember ah, exactly what happened to that kid. Yeah. It, it just that final showdown, as cool as it was, and it was really cool to see like, you know, the the everybody getting together, working out a plan. Mm -hmm. And it was actually a pretty cool uh sequence of them taking out all the damage control people and then eventually they get caught but um she was just like she was like she was trying to be that like really evil person and it just didn't no it didn't, it didn't work. go well uh and then after of course she's like i guess fired she's just like well i guess we're done here and i was like just pack what? it <laughs> we're out it's like lady weren't you just fired like I should just go home. <laughs> just leave. Just get get out. Just of have here. one of just have two of the guys take you in one of the jeeps that isn't destroyed. Oh have them drop Lord. you off at your place. They'll send you no. your stuff from the office in the mail. <laughs> just stay. Just go home. No, she's just like, all right, wrap it up. We're going. We yep. we gotta go. We're getting now. out of here. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Yikes. Um, I I'm gonna say another thing. I wasn't a huge fan of was the clandestines is that what they were called at least the woman it was um oh man, yeah I'm she's gonna be bad with the character names in the show the ones uh, that have been around forever trying yeah. to get back home it was Kamran's mom and then all the yes. people that she was with I didn't like how that ended like they go into this portal thing and then just turn into the worst visual effects skeletons I've ever seen I was like, what year are we in? Is this Blade? <laughs> Is this 1998? Oh my gosh. The visual effects in the show, other than that, 
were actually pretty good. Like the, her, yes. the way her powers looked, I liked how there mm-hmm. was the dif- different colors. Like she had her purple and blues, and that was yep. really cool. That's why I, I figured I'd rock the purple, the new purple. Uh, dissect that film shirt. Um, and he had Comron when he got powers when his mom died. He got the green yep. and yellow, which I liked. Um, the the visual effects looked, you know, looked good. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say though, um. Phase four visual effects, not the greatest. I feel like we're kind of in a weird spot, and I know there's a lot of issues going on with Marvel Studios and uh, the visual effects teams that they're working with. There's a lot of crunch stuff going on, which is not good. Um, and you know, and that I think is the problem. Which I guess yeah. we'll, t- we'll talk about it since we are talking about a Marvel product, uh, a Marvel you know series or crunch. movie. Crunch is never good. Crunch is never good for any any time. Maybe the chocolate bar. That's a good one. But when it comes to game development, movies, TV shows, if you're if you have to crunch, it's more than likely not yeah. going to end well. The problem is, is that Marvel is pumping out so much in such little time because of now of having yeah. Dis- Disney Plus and having the shows, plus mm-hmm. putting out all these movies. Like Phase Four is just great. Like I remember when we used to get like two Marvel movies a year. That was it. Like you would get one like somewhat in the beginning of the year and then you would get one like fall. Yeah. So you had that time to kind of get yourself amped up. And then when you finally got them, I mean, the Infinity Saga, I just feel like Marvel is never going to live up to the Infinity Saga because it's just so good. This goddamn pop up has popped up twice in two recordings. <laughs> Stop it. Um, But yeah, I just feel and also I just feel like there's no vision on where we're going. Like that's why I think I liked Loki because we got that, that story. And then of course at the end, you're like, okay, this is, we have a villain. We have our Mm -hmm. new, it's not as big. Well, I mean, who knows? Kang the conqueror is this, the new big bad. And then after that, it's like, what? Where is he now? <laughs> what are we doing? There's exactly. no setup here. Like, there's not even anything that's like connecting. At least throughout the Infinity Saga, like even after after the Avengers, the post credit scene was the dude who sets up the attack, and then of course Thanos doesn't say anything, but he turns around. So you're like, oh, well, there's yep. Thanos, and then like there was another one where he puts on the Infinity Gauntlet, and the then gauntlet on, things yep. that are setting up for when we finally get to Infinity War and Endgame, and everything just comes together yeah you had your movies that really didn't like weave into that like you know i think right. like captain america winter soldier um i think that was kind of its own thing where it really didn't link up to what was going on with the infinity saga but it made sense to the story that they were taking civil war of course would break them apart so they would have mm-hmm. to then get back together for infinity yep. so like those things made sense but we were also getting only one to two movies a year we didn't have any TV shows and now phase four, it's like just vomiting shows in so, TV and it's, it's, it's not good. So going back to like mid middle of 2021, we have now had six feature full length movies and Miss Marvel is the seventh TV show. It's crazy. Yeah. All since the middle of, last year and there's still probably about that same amount coming down the pipe between now and next year it just seems like it's it seems like every month there is either a big movie or a tv show and it's just like this is a lot <laughs> i know and and that's where we're getting our issues with these visual effects teams it's like mm-hmm. you have them working on multiple projects and they have to be out at certain times so they're being pushed to do more than they can handle and then you know yeah i'm i I, i'll say like some of the visuals in these shows and these movies especially in phase four they don't i feel like they're not on the same level as what we got in the infinity saga uh because of the fact we weren't getting as much but i know the reason why like i'll say it like yeah the visual like for instance the mount and we said it in the moon knight episode the Car chase in episode one of Moon Knight is some of the mm-hmm. worst visual effects I have seen in any Marvel project. It just looks cart like a cartoon and it looks terrible. Yep. 
But when you then look at what the hell is happening over there, you're like, well, then now I understand. They could have made it better if they had more time. Yes. So I feel bad. I mean, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Oh, yeah. Crunch is not good. Marvel, cut that shit out. All right? I'm just hoping that right now, because we got She-Hulk in a month. Yeah. I'm really hoping that they're not they're not trying to crunch some stuff right now. I hope that show is going to be good. So it's but a, I'm going to piggyback off thing. what you said. It is crunch is very unfortunate. But I'm going to piggyback off what you said about um, the clandestines, especially the leader. I was not a fan. Of I feel her like it didn't one. go like, anywhere. No, it didn't. It really didn't like that group. But that's that's kind of it, and I I do agree too with the fact like the def- the control lady she was just she was ruthless. <laughs> just she like, was way. ruthless. She was so extreme, and based on what was actually happening, like yeah. it wasn't like Kamala was wiping out half of Jersey City, or just just going absolutely like even when Comron gets his powers and he's doing things like it wasn't even that extreme until they they start shooting yeah. at him and he gets pissed off and also he can't control them which right, he's, he's like, at the point fire all the guns you're like these are children what are you doing <laughs> and then she's she's like get the big one and then the freaking giant whatever cannon it was the thing from the incredible hulk all the way back in t- 2008 yep. it was the thing that literally the hulk was, they were shooting at the hulk with like that's right yeah yep i was like i knew i saw that somewhere before where have i seen that but no that is right i'm just like oh good lord (laughs) this is a little much for two kids outside of a high school so we we also got a little bit of a history lesson in the show something that to be honest in you know i've never read about i never learned about it in high school i never knew about this the the partition Oh, I knew. Yeah, I I didn't. I'm I didn't know anything about that. You know, just shows how you know little I've looked into things like that. But I was like, I I felt like I was watching like that whole episode when you're learning about when you're mm -hmm. seeing um her was it her great grandmother, her her grandma, or Kamala's great grandma, because it because it was her non not uh, I can't remember what she what the what she calls her. The grandmother, because it's her mom's grandmother. Right. I'm losing track of names. She, <laughs> um, I was the one that started it. Right. That's the great grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Actually, but I, do, I did like how they go back. Like they show a lot of her. Yeah, they show like I her. Did. You know, meeting. You know. The, the grandfather or the great grandfather and and then how her grandmother was you know born and the only thing though I do want to talk about is like so the bangle mm-hmm. was this from her so was she from a different planet or was she like part of some multiverse thing or she's just from a different dimension I feel like I we didn't get the like distinct breakdown of like where their home was. Well, my thinking is in what was it, episode three, where it starts out uh, like way back when you see Aisha, you see the rest of the clan, and she pulls the bracelet off like that blue arm individual. That's right, it was like a genie looking thing, and which they, I thought was. Weird. They zoom up and you see the Shang Chi like ten, ten ring rings. logo. Right. So, right. I think it has something to do with that kind of world. Right, because they were That's they were they were called clandestines or jinn, mm-hmm. which is the jinn, yeah, which is like a, a Middle Eastern genie, like that's what they call a genie, right? That's what a yeah. genie is, yep. yeah. And uh, I just found it funny that they she pulls it off of a blue jinn. <laughs> I was like, the career here, what? I I know, I well, <laughs> well, I feel that's probably what it is, but I was like, mm, is this like a little like. Hey, we're gonna like foreshadow. Like, this is a lat. Like, we're not gonna say anything, but we pulled it off a blue genie. <laughs> oh, wonder where that's from, huh? <laughs> Probably not what they were doing, but I, in Probably my head, I'm not. like, she's pulling it off a blue genie. No, <laughs> he was free. He got his bracelets off. No, <laughs> he did. I saw it. 
So uh, Amon Valani is actually was actually born uh, in Karachi. Yep, which I thought was really cool. Um, she, I I mean, her entire family is hilarious. They feel like a genuine family, like I said before. That is one of my likes. Mm-hmm. Her friends are really cool. Um, I like Bruno. Does Bruno live by himself? I don't know what that situation is, honestly. He like I was wor- trying to figure that out through the whole the whole thing. He like worked. He works at the convenience store down downstairs in high he school, lives- by the way, and there's probably sells yep. liquor. So I don't think this that's legal. Unless that they have different laws in New Jersey, but um, also, but then he lives by himself upstairs. I'm like, I don't know. Right I wonder upstairs. if like the owner of this place just was like, hey, you can work here, and also you can live upstairs. And it's like, all right, cool. I mean, that's where it kind of looked like it was going. Because, yeah. and here's here's now that I think about it, when, um, oh my god, what is his name? Bruno. No, the other guy, Comron. That got the power. Yes, Comron. Thank you. I couldn't think of his name. When Kamran shows up outside his window, I think Bruno says something to him about, like, you know, something along the lines of, like, you know, I I lost my parents, too, or I was abandoned, too, so we got to stick together, or, you know. So I think that's going based off what you were saying about, I think the, the owner of that shop is like, you know, you work for me, I got a place for you upstairs that you can, you know, do whatever. Yeah. So I think it's I think Bruno's kind of been on his own a good part of his life. It's unfortunate for a kid in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, so I like the I mean you get the kind of the I mean we've seen it before in these like teenage dramas. I mean you can consider this a teenage drama as uh, cuz it kind of is. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a teenage yeah. drama with with a superhero and uh i didn't hate it <laughs> no i didn't either teenage no. dramas some are good some are just awful this one was on the good side uh but it, you know you got bruno who has a crush on kamala like he he wants to be you know more than just her her best friend but of course she right. just sees him as her best friend and mm-hmm. uh she gets feelings for Kamran, who is this new boy in town uh, I felt she, bad for Bruno when Comrade yeah, entered the picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> poor dude. Uh, the just the like the look on his face yeah. when you know she goes out to the car, or like he's going, he and and Kamala were gonna go do something, and Comrade's sitting in the parking lot, uh, sitting on the hood of his car. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, dude, I'm sorry, but. Yeah. I mean, just a lot of likable characters. You had um, yes. what it, the the mosque, the you had her her best friend who was her best friend Nakia, who mm-hmm. I thought was really good. And she's you know of course I got the little side story of her running for, uh, she's the supposed board. to be like the board for the mosque. Yep, and the guy who runs it, he was awesome. <laughs> Like, like, seriously, like every character in this was great. Even the goddamn Euro guy outside or whatever he was selling. What was he selling? I listen, I'm a I'm a very white person who is trying his hardest not to offend anybody. All right. Uh, Yep, I agree. (laughs) So but no, that dude. He was cool. Yeah, he was like a hot. It was a a hot dog stand kind of guy. Food vendor. That's what it is. Thank you. Yeah. He was cool. I enjoyed watching. Yeah, like I enjoyed all of these characters. Uh, And I and that's the thing is like if if you can if you can get me to like pretty much everyone who's in the show, regardless of a couple, then I think, you know, you did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. Um, And you told you told an interesting story, a story that I want to see more of, you know, and we're going to see more of it when um, uh, the Marvels comes out. Uh, yes to see the end credit scene in the show and also just you know we're finally gonna get um who's the what was the girl from wandavision who gets the powers oh that was the daughter rambo rambo that was monica Monica rambo's daughter Uh, that was her daughter who is going to be 
Proton? Yes. That the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. That's, that's name. that'll be. That's her name in the comic. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're gonna see those three. You know, you're gonna see Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and um, Proton Monica. together. Yep. You know, doing doing, doing their something. thing, which I think is gonna be interesting. I think uh, hopefully it'll be. You know, a lot of people don't. There's a lot of people who don't like Captain Marvel, so I think this will be a little bit more interesting to have the these three different personalities. I mean, of course, uh, Monica and uh, Carol have a relationship already, kind of, because you know she yeah. knew her as a kid, right? Monica's mm-hmm. the girl, the, the the daughter, right? Monica's Monica the, the mom. mom. So Monica the is mom. the one who's Captain Marvel in the alternate universe and Doctor yes. Strange. What the hell was her? Everybody's gonna be Mar- yelling at me. Right oh now. no 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 no! I was wrong. I was wrong. Maria is the mother. Monica's the daughter. Okay. I was All wrong. Right, there we go. Fixing it. Yep. 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 So, so yeah. So we're, it's gonna be interesting to see that dynamic. Um, which is really cool. I like the whole thing where they had to go to Karachi and, you know, they met with her, her grandmother and talking about the, the, the bangle. And of course, like mm-hmm. her, her mother and her grandmother finding out about her having the bangle, then her having powers. I like the fact that she is a, t- you know, she's, she's a girl who's obsessed with a superhero and we can all relate to that. There's even people our age who can still, still obsess about, you know, yep. comic book characters or movie characters of any sort. And the fact that she's a huge fan of Captain Marvel. Oh, and, massive. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, the whole thing comes around at the end when you find out that her name literally means Marvel. So yep. that is ultimately the person who gives her her superhero name of Miss Marvel, which I thought was was a, was a cool little touch. I, I didn't feel like it was ham fisted. Uh, I didn't feel like it was like, well, it's Miss Marvel because you like Miss Captain Marvel so much. Here you go. It's like, no, it all it all came together oh. and it made sense. And then uh, mom gives her the outfit. Yes, which is I awesome. thought the way that all came together was so wholesome. Yeah. You know, her conversation with dad on the roof, her mom giving her the because as this is going on, I'm like. Who's going to make her the outfit? How's she going to get the actual like outfit she's wear she wears in the comics and whatnot? Because all we've all we got was the 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 eye the mask, yeah, the mask from I think yeah. Bruno gave it to her as like a gift. But I'm like, where's yeah. who's going to give her the rest? Because I remember, I I think it was Bruno who gave it to her because it was the party that they were having for her brother's wedding at their house, mm-hmm. and she's sitting out on the porch and she just like opens this box up. And there's the mask. But no, the way the way they did it with it was cool to see like her and her mom really connect. Mm-hmm. And then her mom and her grandma begin to connect as well. Yeah. When they were in Karachi. I think all of that coming together in the end the way it did was very wholesome. I enjoyed it. Yeah, for me, you know, it's definitely when when you go into a show like this, you're not expecting action the whole mm-hmm. way through. You know, you need to have some sort of story behind it. And this had a good I mean to me this was a good story. And yep. I I don't I wasn't bored watching any of these episodes. Mm-hmm. And by the end I was actually sad it was over. I was like, "Oh man, I I, I really I just really felt for all these characters and I want to see where they go go next. You know, we know where Kamala's going to be going next." Yep. But you're also you also connected with her family. So you're like, what's going to go like, are we going to see them again or like what's going to go yeah. on? But I mean, then, connected. Go ahead. Sorry, go keep going. I was going to say you learn you connect with that family and you brought this up earlier, but like I learned a lot about. Like Pakistani background and history yeah. that I never knew. I'm like, OK, so I think having that mixed in with, you know, connect, I think that really brought the whole show together. Plus, you know, her getting her powers, of course. But yeah. I, I enjoyed watching that part of it, too. Yeah. Because when I think it was in, the, what was it, three to four, when she gets, she, like, time travels, essentially, back. She falls through that little rift. Yeah, it's during the partition. And she's at the train station, you know, during that time. And I'm like, okay, we're, we're getting a history, a real history lesson here. So I just enjoyed how how that was all planned out, how that story was told. But it just and shows. Episode, 
They broke the rules the week- that Back to the Future set in place. Don't mess with the past. And Kamala and is literally the one who like guides mm-hmm. her own grandmother back to her great grandfather. And you're like, man, Doc Brown be angry about this. Oh yeah. You know, her grandma's like, yeah, I just followed the trail of stars and I was, you know, reunited. And then it's like, Kamala's like, I'm the trail of stars. And I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> Doc Brown is not going to be happy. <laughs> like you said, but uh, I, th- I thought that was a really touching moment, you know, going back and seeing all that and, you know, you're seeing the stresses and everything of, you know, cause that was a, that was a dark time uh, mm-hmm. in India and, and Pakistani history. Yep. Um, and to see how everything turned up. Unfortunately, I think the, I really wish we got a little bit more of Aisha's story. I feel like it was kind of cut short, but especially by the character that kind of just kind of went nowhere for me. Like the one, like I said, one of my negatives was the clandestines or the mm-hmm. others that were trying that, you know, Aisha was part of this group and, you know, they were trying to get to back to their home, which we never figured out where their home was. And then they no. go through this portal and turn into skeletons. And you're like, what? What? Yeah. I, you know, thinking back, I wish we got a little bit more into when she met like the Red Daggers. Yep. That group. I wish there was, I do wish there was a little bit more of that. Cause, you know, they had their like the projections and we're talking about all this. I just, a little more, you know. And then, because all of a sudden it's like, okay, bye. <laughs> so, I do got to shout out the the guys that directed uh, most of this show: uh, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. We actually have talked about them on this show. Well, not on Slice of TV, but we've done. We uh, they directed Bad Boys for Life, which we we did uh, talk about on the show. So. Um, I saw their names during the credit. And I was like, hey, I know those guys. <laughs> but uh, they did. A, you know, like, I don't want to keep like repeating myself, but I just feel the show did a lot of things that the uh, that a lot of the other Marvel shows couldn't do. And I feel like they, they a lot of these Marvel shows, they start off strong or, you know, even have like a mid, like a strong middle. But it's just like they kind of end on a whimper or end on just like a. Oh, OK. Yeah. Where like this was like this ended strong for me and it got me excited for what we're going to get next for those characters. I didn't feel that way with captain and the winter uh, or Falcon and the winter soldier. Well, now it's captain America and the winter soldier, but um, I didn't feel that way with that show. I felt that way with Loki. I'm like, where are we going? We got the multiverse, which is, I think that got me more excited for, I mean, it's Spider-Man. You don't have to have anything before Spider-Man to be like, there's a new Spider-Man movie. I'm in. All right, let's go. But Let's I got, you know, of course you get more excited because you're getting the multiverse. So you got, yes. you know, I was super excited for Spider-Man. I'm, I was super excited for Doctor Strange. And, you know, and then we got other things like the Eternals was, eh. Um I was very mad on the Eternals. It just didn't honestly. feel like it was anything. No, <laughs> it didn't. All I saw was like, oh, that guy was in Game of Thrones. I've seen her in, you know, a couple things, but yeah. like, I, was, I, was, yeah. Yeah. I didn't hate it as much as other people. Like people don't like the Eternals. Like it's on usually, I think if you go, you talk to anyone, they probably have it on the bottom of the MCU. And we're talking about like worse than the dark world, which is not good. God. But it's not good. I feel like, you know, we got the multiverse stuff, which is cool. And I'm I'm kind of okay if we don't venture back into the multiverse for a while. Because I just feel like, you know, I think No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness did what they needed to do Yes, with the multiverse. Now let's just, let's focus on this villain. The Who's the villain? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Kang that we talked about in Loki a while ago. And that's why I was you excited because I'm like, where are we going to go? I want to see more Jonathan Majors because he's awesome. And he's he awesome. he's going to be a great Kang. But it's like Loki, we had a quite a bit of Kang, especially toward the end. Yeah. And it's just like, we'll let you know when you're going to see him again. It's just right. like we, nothing. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, I feel like this character linking up with Captain Marvel and uh, Proton, 
you know, that's going to be a good dynamic for, you know, them facing Kang. However, they're going to go about it. What do we got next? We got She-Hulk. Is that going to link up to, is that going to link up to Kang? I highly doubt it. I really do. I don't think, I don't even, I'm trying, I can't even think of how you would do that. Listen, I know this is an episode talking about Miss Marvel, but I figured since we're talking about Marvel, we should just talk about Marvel. I want to talk about Phase 4. We're going to be talk. we're going to be doing an episode on Thor, Love and Thunder, um, which will be out after this. So we'll talk more. Um, I'm going to be doing that with Dan and Angela. Uh, we're going to be talking more about Love and Thunder and what I thought about that movie. Uh, but that, to be honest, not spoiling anything, Love and Thunder didn't lead to anything. It really didn't. Like, what is Phase 4 doing? I'm so confused. Like, I... <laughs> I just I'm so confused right now. It's like it's like Marvel is like we we had such a like you can't I understand you cannot get to the point that you got with the Infinity Saga. It just it's never going to happen. Marvel is never going to hit that high ever again. Right. But. You I feel like they're just it's right now to me when it comes to Marvel it's qual it's quantity over quality right now. Yes. We're getting so much and mm-hmm. most of them are meh. They're just, they're just fine. Like this one is one of my favorites of phase four. Miss Marvel, which is not something I would have thought when I heard about this show and no offense to the character or anything. It just, when I heard, it, I was like, I mean, I'm not, I'm probably going to like it, because to be honest, I really haven't hated anything that Marvel's put out in Phase Four. I'm just, I'm, I'm just kind of frustrated with where it's going. Where, as much as Phase One had its lull movies, so like Iron Man, awesome. It made me care yep. about a character. I never, I mean, I knew who Iron Man was, but I wasn't, you know, you, Iron Man wasn't right. like it's not Spider Man, it's not Captain America. Then you have Captain America. I don't remember which one came first. Was it Captain America or Thor? I know they came out in the same year. For Phase One. Oh no! Uh, it was Thor. it was actually it was Iron Man and then Iron Man Two, which Iron right. Man Two was like and I didn't hate I Iron Man looked, Two, but yeah. I I actually went and looked up the order of Phase One and like the spacing of the release, because like we talked about a minute ago, over the last year that are, have now been six movies, and like including Thor: Love and Thunder, and seven shows. From 2008 to 2011, we had five movies, and that's Iron Man 1 and 2 in there. Right. Which, and I understand, like, that was them starting, but still, yeah. that pacing led to something great in the Infinity yeah. Saga. So, before we get off into a Marvel tangent, well, let's end our discussion on Miss Marvel. Yes. Yep, yep, Overall, yep. I had a fun time with this show. I, I can't wait to see where this character goes. I think... Uh, you know, the actress who plays Kamala is she was perfect fantastic. for this role. She is fantastic. This whole cast was just fun to watch. The dynamic was great. Um, post credit scene. What'd you think of the post credit scene? I didn't know. It took me a second. I'm like, okay, is that really Carol Danvers or is somehow Kamala in Carol Danvers body? Right. But then rewatching it a couple times. I want to know how that worked. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, how would it, like, you see her bangle light up, and I'm like, okay, what's going to, and all of a sudden, it's just like, whoosh, and out comes Carol Danvers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm interested to see what, what are they, where are they going with the Marvels? It's going to be where that kind of, where that happens, and where mm-hmm. did Kamala go? Right? She's like, what the? Because <laughs> you got, you have to think that Carol Danvers was not on planet Earth when no. that happened. Absolutely not. So it's like, where'd Kamala go? <laughs> yeah. I um I thought it was I thought it was interesting. I didn't think we needed it, but I didn't hate it. I liked uh, I liked her new look. She's got yeah. like the biker gloves on with the her her yep. outfits kind of just more like it's not like a uniform, it's more just like she's just put right. on a jacket. It's not like her hair's yeah, exactly. I love Brie Larson. I'm one of the Brie. I I'm one of the supporters for Brie Larson, where everybody on the internet just loves to hate Brie Larson for some weird reason. I don't know. People. Another movie. I don't want to go into too much of a tangent on anything, but 
Captain Marvel isn't as bad as people say it is. It's not great, but I enjoy watching it every time. I've seen it multiple times yeah. and I've enjoyed it every time. I, yeah. You know, just people have such high expectations. And I don't know what you're expecting when you're getting 25 movies a year from this fucking studio. Like, just stop. At this point, it's yeah. fine. And, and to be honest, it was more on Marvel's part for the way that that performed because they had to squeeze her in at the end to kind of set her up for Endgame. So you'd be like, oh, the fuck? Because that's what Marvel <laughs> was doing. So yeah, so overall, Miss Marvel, I'm going to give her Good two stuff. thumbs up. I thought it was I thought it was fun. It, I can't okay. wait for more. All right. Overall, I, I real quick. Oh, no, no, overall, no. I look I look forward to every each episode every week. And it's good that a new character that Marvel introduced grat like pulled me in. Yeah. That that shows that that was that was a good show. Yeah. But great main character, great supporting characters. It gave me a little history lesson in there which is I mean, I'm not I like learning about hit things I didn't know about before and to learn yeah. about something that actually happened that sucked um and to to learn more about something you know i'll take it and and to give me a solid ending um and making me want more i feel like it's a win-win so two thumbs up for miss marvel and now let's let's get back into our little marvel tangent before we end this i don't want to go too too long on this but sounds good yep yep yep. back on to the tangent of phase four being a mess just being a mess so when phase one with phase one, you know, we had Iron Man, we had Incredible Hulk, we had Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America. Yep. Iron Man one, the best of of phase one. You know, it gave us a it gave us a, a gave us a, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is the king of Marvel. Just he was born to play like to be honest, is you know, uh, I'm on well, Shit, I'm gonna, I don't want to mispronounce her name again. Uh, Aman Valani was, I think, perfect for the role of Kamala Khan as it was Robert Downey Jr. being Tony Stark. Like, he is Tony Stark. Oh, yeah. So, like, Iron Man 1, fantastic. Iron Man 2, eh, it was a it hit and miss. It was like, I, I get what we're trying to do, but it was kind of like, it really didn't need to exist. Not all se- sequels are great. No. Incredible but. Hulk. Um, I'm I'm one of those few people who actually didn't don't I don't hate the Incredible Hulk. I like that Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk now because I don't think Edward Norton would have fit that blend with uh, everybody else. Um, oh, I mean, actually, going back to Iron Man two, the best thing to come out of Iron Man two is Black Widow. Oh yeah, because that was her introduction. Yep, that was a nice introduction to her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Incredible Hulk. I was never, I never hated that movie. But yeah, when you watch like the Avengers and you watch the way the, they turned, what the Hulk became in the MCU, I was like, yeah, okay, then I I see what we're doing here. But you know, you got to think that was pre Disney, which mm-hmm. I guess it, it, it. I say that and it's like, does that matter? Because <laughs> Iron Man was so good. Because that was Paramount, or no, actually that was Universal. Um. I think they were, you know, I think the story they tried to tell in The Incredible Hulk was fine. Uh, I think it was more Edward Norton just didn't really fit that great as the character. And I, I just live Tyler. Oh, my God. I, I you know, I, I feel she's like all the Lord of the Rings fans out there. They love Liv Tyler. I just I can't I can't with her. I can't. I'm glad we didn't get her in again in any of these these if anybody if we saw anybody again it was thankfully tim roth tim roth and, and um I'm, and I'm, uh why am william i hurt. william hurt yeah yeah um but so pretty much I, what yeah, i'm trying to get to is phase one had a lot of weak movies it really did because not a lot of like when people talk about like what was your favorite captain america movie it's not first avenger as much yeah. as I like First Avenger, it's probably the worst Captain America movie. And then and then Thor is boring. <laughs> it's a boring movie. <laughs> and 
when you see the direction Thor goes to, especially if you've seen the latest Thor movie, you're like, are you sure this is the same guy? Like, is this the same guy? It was a very more serious Thor. It was a Shakespearean. It was Shakespearean because it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who is a Shakespearean. Like he does a lot of the Shakespeare movies and he does, or he, he does, uh, he directs a lot. Like he did Hamlet and he's Mm -hmm. done a lot of Shakespearean uh, movies. And he also did like the, the murder movies there, the Agatha Christie. So you, you, you you feel that tone in that movie, but it all, but it was something that DC couldn't figure out. And that was, creating an origin and then once you create that origin you then bring everybody together to form as this team against this greater threat which is actually the villain is a is somebody who was the villain in one of the other films which i thought was cool i like that loki was the villain even though he really he was more the puppet yes yep um for the greater threat that wouldn't come for what when did a fitted when did uh Infinity War come out 2019? No, 20, 2018? So Sounds we wouldn't right. see him for another six years. Like we wouldn't see the events of all of that until that, you know. And then you got the repercussions of the Battle of New York. Just phase one, as weak as it was when it comes to the solo movies, it created it, it just created a core, which then made the Avengers such a great movie because you have that background where it's like with Justice League, it's like, all right, we got a Superman movie and we got a Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie, but it's after. You're like, <laughs> what? DC was like, ah, we can't afford to do individual movies for everybody right now. We have to just do the team. We got to make that Avengers money. It's like, well, you ain't making it, making a shitty movie. No, you are not. <laughs> All right. I don't want to go too much into that, but I'm just saying like phase four needs to figure out what the hell they're doing. I understand people are probably going to be like, they do. There's a plan. It's all Kang. I get it. But like, I'm not feeling it. But I'm not there's feeling no, it. I don't, I don't know anybody who is. Cause I'm certainly not feeling it either. And I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of quantity over quality. Oh, and that's what we're getting with this phase. Yeah. Cause there's still another. So supposedly like another six movies and another six shows. Over the next, you know, yeah, because we got She-Hulk, we got, would you say, Secret Wars, Secret what's Invasion. The ne- what's the next movie? I just had the list up. Yeah, read read off what we got left for Phase Four. Let's see. All right, so this image shows uh, Black Panther sequel, Guardians okay. Three, okay. Blade. Uh, Amen Awas Quantum Mania, which is supposed to be Kang. Like we're supposed yep. to see Kang in that movie. Like that has been said many, 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 many times. But do we have um, to wait that long to get any more? Like at least talk about it. Yeah. No one's talking about this. It's like, well, I understand. Like, I guess, like maybe nobody knows, other than Loki and um, Lady Loki. Yeah. And the TVA. So I oh, guess Wilson that's why no one's something. I guess no that's why no one's talking about it. and we're supposed and I guess they're filming Loki season 2 right now which probably won't be until next probably next year the year after I don't know. And then like I mean we got the Marvels of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I guarantee that's going to have something to do with it too. Oh yeah. Or at um, least it's got to build into something. I feel like we're just not getting the build up like we did with phase mm-hmm. with phase 1 through 3 is we got that build up to the infinity into infinity war and end game and just phase 4 is just like they're they're trying to pick up all the pieces and they keep dropping them they're like shit. <laughs> I can't get them all. You're like, "Ah, it's a mess." I I see it as like they're in a conference room and they just throw a bunch of comic books on the table. It's like, <laughs> "Alrighty, everybody grab 3, just, you know, just, just pick and then we're just gonna, you know, because it's, I mean, I see Secret Invasion, I see X Men 97, I see a whole bunch. They're going to do like an, uh, a show on Echo mm. from Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh, and uh, something to go back to Miss Marvel. They mentioned mutation. Da-da-da-da-da. Kamala has a mutation. So, and I guess uh, this is from listening to um, another podcast where they talked about Miss Marvel. Um, I guess you could hear the X-Men theme a little bit when he states that she has a mutation. Right at the beginning of that scene. 
I didn't hear it because I, I wasn't I really looking either, out for it. But I was yeah. listening and I was like, and they said it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but no, the I guess I'll have to rewatch the final, final episode to, to try to catch the try to, try to when, catch the tune. When Bruno was like talking to her and I heard mutation, I, I literally, I'm just like, you know, just singing the X-Men song in my head. I guess, I guess Kevin Feige had called Iman Vellani to tell her that she is the first mutant in MCU. Like, I guess that was like, that's a, that's a big deal. I guess that is a big deal. It is a big deal. I mean, we've been waiting since 2008. I mean, they, they were making X-Men movies in between all that, but we're finally going to, I mean, yes, we saw Professor X in Doctor yep. Strange, mm-hmm. but that was like an alternate universe doc or it was Professor yeah. X and stuff like that. And it's like, whatever. I don't, Where, I where's don't Fantastic see Four? All right. I, I, give me that. Give me a good Fantastic Four movie. Listen, I just, I don't know. The, the overall, the final, the final thing I want to say is just, I will keep watching your fucking movies and all your damn shows, Marvel. I'm not going to stop. But just make it so, like, I know what, where we're going. I just don't know where yeah. we're going. I'm the same way. And stop with the crunch. Okay? It's not fair. These people bust their ass to put out good work, and you're making them, you know, you know rush their work, and then they get criticized for it. And then it's not fair to them. So stop that. I'm going to say it there. That's where we're going to end it. Well, said. static static. You got anything else you want to add before we go? I'm good. I'm, I'll still go watch their movies and shows. Yeah, I know. I feel like that's like, we're such hypocrites for saying that. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. We're going to still see your shit. We're still going to go watch it. But we're I'll still going to give I'll you just talk shit them. about you every time we talk about something. <laughs> So but. for the next slice of TV, we got to I got to listen. We have so many shows that have ended that we are we are going to talk about on this show. And it's going to be probably way in the future when the shows have been done for months. But we're still going to be talking about them. me and Angela are going to be sitting down talking about Stranger Things season four because we're, we're I'm super excited to finally like sit down and talk to somebody about that damn show. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do a solo episode or unless someone wants to sit down and talk to me with uh, about it. Uh, we're going to talk about the very, very hated right now, uh, resident evil show on Netflix. Yes, I watched it all and I'm one of the few and I'll say it who didn't hate it. <laughs> and also we're going to be doing, I'm probably going to be doing like mini sodes where it's going to be just kind of small breakdowns of the shows. If I have to do it my, by myself, it's going to be about Resident Evil and uh, The Boys Season 3, which I'm excited to talk about as well. So a lot of Slice of TV coming. I can't give you dates because I don't know when they're going to be recorded and put out. And also you're going to be getting a, a fresh cut of Thor Love and Thunder. Finally going to be talking about that movie. And also probably going to be getting a fresh cut at some point for Nope, which comes out, which will already be out by the time you guys watch this. Static, thanks again for coming coming by. You are officially our our dissect that film uh, Marvel expert. So anytime we're doing a Marvel show, you 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 know you're going to be contacted um, by me. I appreciate that. I appreciate having me on. Thank you for asking me to be on here to talk Marvels. I always have a good time with it. Appreciate you, bud. I appreciate you very much. It always it always warms my heart when I ask if somebody wants to be on the show and they say yes. I'm like, <laughs> thank God. I don't want to talk to myself. <laughs> no, it's always a good time. It's always good. Well, sir, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, all at Static Arbiter. You can go follow all those. All right. And those links will all be down in the description. You can follow Dissect That Film on... Just go to our link tree. The link tree is going to be down in the description, uh, which will have all our links to all of the podcast services you can follow us on, on YouTube, t- Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Um, all of my personal links will be down there as well, but those aren't as important. And um, until next time, I am your host, Brett Parker. That is, oh, over there. God, I'm flipped here on my camera. That is Static Arbiter. 
And this has been Dissect That Film Slice of TV. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye.